This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. This insert sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. Wendy Christine is a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solutions. She's been there in practice since 2005. And we've been hanging out with her on the radio for a good number of years. I've absolutely lost count. Do you remember? Good morning, Wendy. How long have you been chatting to us here on the radio? Good morning, Brad. Wow, it's been, I think, three three years or so. I think so. I think it was pre-COVID we started chatting. Mm. Well, we're so grateful that we can still have you. And talking about things that we know are very, very important. You know, everyone tells us you need to eat a balanced diet. But if you had to ask somebody, what exactly is a balanced diet? They'd probably look at you and say, I, I don't know. You've got to have a little bit of all different food groups. I think that would probably be the answer most people would give. What would your answer be to the question, what is a balanced diet? I think so. So I actually Googled, what is a balanced diet? And Oxford Dictionary defines a balanced diet as a diet consisting of a variety of different types of foods. Uh, that provide adequate amounts of nutrients necessary for good health. So I think the key words in here that it's variety, adequate amounts, and you need the nutrients that are necessary for good health. So for me, a balanced diet must comprise of several different types of food groups uh, that are nutritious um, and that are able to sustain us. I think this is where we need your expertise because I think we've just proved that we could sort of answer that first question ourselves. But then if you were to say, okay, so what's an adequate number of the correct food groups, we'd all stay with you at you with this blank expression on our faces. Because I think that's where the trick is and that's why we need you. Yeah, so it, I think it's easy to think, oh, but I'm eating healthily. But, you know, if, if there's not balance, we could be eating too much of one food group, not enough of another food group, and then we're not getting a complete nutritional profile. So I think that's quite important to remember. Can you help us with that combination? Because we need to get our energy from somewhere. So what's the best combination to call what we're presenting to ourselves and our families on a daily basis can be considered balanced? Okay, so whatever we eat, has a calorie calorie um, ca- calorie count, if you like. Mm. Uh, the calories equate to the energy that we get from the food. So we get good energy and we get uh, not so good energy from food. So the foods that we should uh, consume or the, the groups that we should at least be consuming from should come from a combination of fruits and vegetables, fresh fruits and vegetables ideally, nuts and seeds, whole grains, legumes, proteins, and healthy fats. So you've said something quite interesting there. They part of our calorie count or our energy for the day. Often you'll find a let's say like comes in a bar form. You know, someone would say a snack to keep me going. Then it would say high in energy. Now we feel well, that's a good thing to eat because that'll really lift me up and help me along. But I think maybe we get a bit confused because I don't think that's what it means at all. Yeah, um, on a, on a label, high in energy means it's got a high carbohydrate load. So it's either full of sugar. Uh, well, it will be full of sugar because it'll be carbohydrates in the form of sugars. Mm. So uh, we also need to realize that we can't just be going with lab- labels in terms of the marketing or little slogans on the things that we eat. We need to go back to what you've just said here. Fruits and vegetables, you said whole grains, legumes, proteins, healthy fats, nuts and seeds. So we've got to try and move away from convenience and process to the most natural form. Am I on the right track? 
Yes, yes. Because remember, your processed foods are not going to provide you with the same nutrients um, and the nutrient profile. So we need to make sure that we're getting vitamins and minerals and amino acids and antioxidants because they're the cofactors in the building blocks for the cellular processes that take place in our bodies. And if the, the majority of your diet is made up from processed foods or, you know, convenience foods, you're not necessarily going to get this full range of nutrients that you're needing for optimal body, body function. So what happens if we're not eating a balanced diet? I mean, what is, what is happening to our bodies? We're not getting good nutrition and we might put on unnecessary weight, but there's more to it than that, I'm surely, if, we, if we're not eating properly. Yes, so we become nutritionally depleted. So there's something um, that uh, Dr. Jeffrey Bland said is overconsumptive undernutrition. So we eat lots of food, but we're undernourished because we're mm. not eating nutritive foods. Um, and so when we are nutritionally depleted, we're more prone to illness, infections, fatigue. Um, we also can't perform as well mentally or physically. So, you know, if you're trying to go to the gym and you're finding, well, I just don't have the energy or keep getting sick when I go to the gym, there's a good chance that there is either a nutritional um, deficiency or there's something else going on in your body. Uh, and then when it comes to our kids, I mean, we can't just be sticking a, a packet of those weird cheese curly things in their hands and saying, well, there you go, that you've eaten something. Uh, we need to specifically be taking care of our kids in that area because they're developing and growing. They are developing and growing. And if they're not getting the nutrients that they need, that development can be stunted. So not just their physical development, but their cognitive development as well. So they could have trouble concentrating and focusing. Their brains can be underdeveloped as, they, as their bodies can be underdeveloped if they're not eating well. And then they're also more prone to illness. So like adults, they will get sick more often. Um, and then, you know, that's, that goes down a whole different spiral um, of events anyway. Wendy, often we eat a certain way because that's the way we grew up eating. So we have a, a particular eating habits that we carry and then we end up, because that's how we used to eat, we eat that way and then we carry it on to our children as well. So this becomes you know, one bad habit passed on and passed on. So we've got to change these habits so that whatever our children take with them uh, is good eating habits and, uh, and almost a good psychology when it comes to food. Yes, I think that's very important because um, like with, uh, you know, behavioral habits and all sorts of other things, what we teach our children about food is what they are going to carry through into the, into adulthood. And if they haven't been given the bound, uh, you know, the, the building blocks, it's like discipline as well. If, if children are not disciplined, then they're also going to have problems later on. Um, it's the same with food. So if we can teach our children um, and get a concept of what a healthy diet is for ourselves so that we can teach our children what a healthy diet is, it takes a lot of the the pressure off, mm. you know, later on, what do you eat? Because, you know, we're all going to go for the convenience foods and the whatever's um, at times. But if we can go back to the basics more and more often, we are much more likely to be healthy um, in the long term. Oh, that's very important. Thanks for sharing that with us. But let's go back to eating a balanced diet. If, even if there's something that's really good, and you made mention in the beginning of, let's say, nuts and seeds, just because those are part of a balanced diet and, and good for us, we can't be eating too many of those kinds of things because then, of course, it starts to have a negative effect on us because those things are incredibly high in fats and energy, although they're in moderation, they're good for us. So we also, I, I, I'm guessing now that there are certain things that are good for us, but that doesn't mean we must only eat those things. Yes. So too much of a good thing is also bad. <laughs> so it really is. It, it's, it's about that balance. You know, we can't think, okay, well, I'm going to eat healthily now. So now I'm going to eat two bags of nuts a day. 
because it is going to disrupt things. It's, you know, you will either gain weight or you won't feel well. It can put too much pressure. If your body can't digest those fats well, then you're going to, you really are going to struggle with other organ issues as well. So it's, it's very important to make sure that we're eating small amounts from the, the various food groups throughout the day. Um, and then there's some things that we probably best should be avoiding or having in really small amounts. What are some of those things? Is there a list like that? Yes. So, you know, that that's always the, the thing that we look at. We want to be avoiding sugar or certainly limited, uh, limiting it in our diets. Um, we also want to limit things like alcohol, um, processed foods, refined carbohydrates and unhealthy fats. So all your trans fats and all the, you know, your, your fats on the animal products, especially if they're not organic fats, those are the ones we definitely want to be eating, okay. not eating. Yeah. Um, let's let's go back to that balanced. So so what is a what does a pl- good plate of food look like uh, if we're sitting down to have a meal? Can you help us there? Yes. So if you if you visualize a plate, you, you, you have, you know, your plate is a circle. And on that plate, you want to make sure that you have moderate amounts of healthy fats and proteins, moderate amounts of slow releasing carbohydrates and generous amounts of non-starchy vegetables and salad. So if you divide your plate into quarters, the, the, the one quarter will be proteins and fats. The other quarter will be your starchy carbohydrates. And then the other half of the plate will be the non-starchy veg and salads. So if you look at that balance and you think, oh, well, I'm having spaghetti bolognese. So most of my plate, three quarters of my plate is spaghetti. That's a starchy carbohydrate. There's very little vegetable in there and there's maybe a very small portion of your protein. Mm. So that's not entirely balanced. If you add, if you, if you, you know, half the portion of the spaghetti, you keep the mince on there and then you have a nice big healthy salad with that. That's a more balanced plate. Okay, so we need to be cutting down on some things that we would naturally do. Uh, we like things that yes. fill us and things that are also more inexpensive, pasta being one of those things, maybe, and potatoes and rice being another. You know, we end up having a lot yes. of that because it goes far, it fills us up, bread being the same thing, and, and, and being one of the more inexpensive food options, that option that often leaves us. A pup is another one, I'm guessing, too, where we end up having a lot of that because it's filling and inexpensive. Yes. And, and, you know, it's, it's not, not everybody is struggling with weight and Mm. a lot of people are more active than, you know, some people are more active than other people. So it depends on what, what it is that you need to fulfill. Um, But to maintain good blood sugar balance, that's ideally what your plate should look like, whether you're overweight or not, Mm. your children can eat like that. So all of us should get into the habit of reducing the amount and the type of carbohydrates Uh that we are eating with our meals um, and increasing. So many people I speak to don't eat vegetables. They don't like them. They, you know, if they do eat vegetables, it would be a starchy vegetable or something that, you know, is not, that's, that's not one of your non-starchy vegetables. And we we need to train ourselves because no, you know, a lot of people don't like them, um, but we've got to learn to like them because they are so good and healthy for our bodies. Uh, that's so that's so important. So, um, what about other kinds of eating lifestyles? Like someone says, "Oh, I'm vegetarian or vegan." Uh, how does that work then? If you're looking for that balanced plate, so it, it's a lot more tricky with somebody who is following a vegetarian or vegan diet, um, because their their diets are automatically going to be more carbohydrate heavy. Because they, even if they go for the lentils and the beans and those type of proteins, they carry a much higher glycemic index. 
So, and, and, and the problem also is that they will be nutritionally depleted because they're leaving out an entire food group that provides them with amino acids and B vitamins. So in cases like that, they nine times out of 10 have to supplement or they really need to make sure that they are eating properly, mm. um, that they've got the guidance to make sure that they are covering their nutritional needs well. Just as we close, and I know we'll touch more on this again next week, but what about those who do intermittent fasting and then still wanting to have that balanced plate? Is that still possible? It's absolutely still possible. So all you do, all you're doing is shrinking the window of time that you consume your meals. So you can still have that balanced plate. You can still manage two um, meals in the day and perhaps a snack if you're doing the intermittent fasting, um, and then you will be meeting your required needs. So doing intermittent fasting, but n- but not eating the right types of foods is is counterintuitive as well. So we ideally want you to be having the balanced plate once or twice in that eating window. So for those who've asked some questions, and I've seen, I've certainly been bombarded with things on social media as well, all around uh, different apps and conversations around intermittent fasting. And then for those of us as believers, you know, also fasting is a spiritual discipline many people are considering. We'll touch on that as well uh, next week. Wendy, thanks so much for this. Everyone's going to be staring down at their plates tonight particularly, and they're going to say, I wonder if this is a balanced plate. If you're unsure, you'll have to listen, <laughs> you'll have to, listen to the podcast again. We'll have that available as quickly as we can for you this morning on kpulpit.co.za. Big thanks to you, Wendy. Pleasure, Brad. Have a wonderful Thursday. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.